Previously on Puns and Potions, Madam Ava is expecting you. What kind of a show exactly do you mean? Oh, a bit of a, uh, a card reading. Arm wrestle me! Yeah, let's arm wrestle! I'll show it! That's how it, That's how we always used to show who's stronger back in my camp. Yeah, you too. You're only traveling the four of you? The five of us? Five, including your... Fuck! And for a moment, you're at peace. You think, ah, I can finally go back to sleep. And the other four scarecrows in the wood uh-huh. lurch off of their posts. Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast, and I usually say details later, but if you're on Patreon, where you can get early access, ad-free, exclusive merch, all those kinds of things, you won't get any details, because you're already supporting us. And you could be supporting us, just like Gamer Zylia did, at the Potion of Invulnerability level. You're awesome, and thank you very much. For now, I believe we got some scary scarecrows to deal with. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, you guys... Uh, Thought you might have been free road, taking a little nap. Some scarecrows just seemed to appear on Valen's watch. You bested three of them, took a sigh of relief, but as four more lurched off their posts, I'm gonna have you guys re-roll initiative to get the new scarecrows in. Oh boy, uh, a five. <laughs> oh no, oh, no, a four, a three. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> No, 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 wait, 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 I forgot my modifier, it's technically an 8. Oh, so close. Wait, what is... Oh my word. Not good, still all of them. Oh, actually, okay, then 4. Okay. Cool. Get those bad rolls out right I, I, uh... I just want to say I'm sorry, uh... Actually, that's it's worth noting because I don't think we've we've talked about this. Um, Anna, are you rolling your initiative with advantage? Yeah. Because you're with I have a plus one on initiative. You can roll it with advantage because you have vigilant blessing as a twilight cleric. So what oh. is what does that mean? So you exactly as an action you give one creature you touch, including possibly yourself, advantage on the next initiative roll. So you could have feasibly given it to someone else. If you didn't specifically say that you've given it to someone else, I would say you could have used it on yourself. Uh-huh. So in this situation, you, anytime you're rolling initiative, you can give it to someone or take it yourself, and you roll twice and take the higher initiative. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, you know, As keep a that note, mind if okay. we get into more combat at some point mm-hmm. during the game. So next time I, before I roll, I'll just be like, I want to give myself advantage. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, easy enough to do that. Clerics are powerful. There you go. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the scarecrows are going to go first. <laughs> At this point, they're they're in the outer ring in these trees, so they're going to have a little bit of movement to get to you. So they're going to, I would say they're probably 40 to 50 scattered feet away from your group, which is relatively centered, I think, uh, if I'm recalling correctly. Holly, Beatrice's character, um, Holly's character, Beatrice, was a little bit out, like 15 feet or so, and the rest of you kind of clumped up around Gertrude. Bear was near Beatrice as well. So the two scarecrows on that side will get to you. The other two scarecrows are going to run up and still be about 15 feet away from Avalon, Gertrude, and Selena. However, they are both going to use Terrifying Glare, one on 
Beatrice and one on Bear. Right. Make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, I think I saved. Six. Nineteen. Okay. Bear, you are not frightened. Uh, Beatrice once again has become frightened yes. by the scarecrow <laughs> as it unhinges its jaw and just kind of this weird, foggy, gross bug juice kind of spins out at you and its eyes are empty and dead. You are effectively paralyzed. Okay. It takes us to a volume. Let me read the description of enhanceability for a second. Um, you touch a creature and bestow upon it a magical enhancement. You can choose from one of the following effects. Um, there's Bear's Endurance, which is advantage on constitution, bull strength, advantage on strength, Cat's Grace, advantage on dex, uh, Eagle Splendor for charisma, Fox's Cunning for intelligence, uh, Wisdom for wisdom checks. I was hoping there might have been something to help Beatrice get out of that paralyzation, but I suppose there ain't nothing in here, so you know no. what? I don't think there's any way for me to help help her out. So what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to stay close to... You said Beatrice is near me, and... Um, she's on the other side of the She's on the other about, side. Like, 10, right. 15 feet away from the... Okay, okay. Where you guys were sleeping. Okay, okay. So I'm with uh, the... Um, <laughs> Gertrude and Selena. Gertrude and Selena. I'm going to just um, have my rapier out, ready to attack, uh, prepare that, and also cast Bardic Inspiration. Mm, as your bonus action. Uh-huh. And I wish to use that on Selena. That brings us to Beatrice. So, so am I, just to clarify, so I'm in the frightened state, right? So I can, I can still move, yes? Or is it this, is am I actually like paralyzed? Because of the specific right. trait of the scarecrow, you're magically frightened and the frightened target is paralyzed. So can I try to shake that at all? Or like, can I, can I move at all then? Is that what you're saying? You can try your wisdom saving throw again. Okay. I was going to say, like, to does this frightened. prevent me but like, it takes from your, attacking? or It takes your action. You can still attack. Okay. You just, just can't move or speak. Just with disadvantage? No. It's straight roll. Neither frightened or paralyzed uh, affects your attack. Attacks to you are affected. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. Well, um, so there's two of them right up on me, yes? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, there's one that's next to Bear who is near you, and then one right on you. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to. I have my um, Eldritch Cannon still up. Um, yep. So I'm going to start by using my bonus action to fire at the one that's on that's right on me, and so they have to make a Dex save of uh, 14. Uh, that is eight fire damage. Have if they make that save? It did not. It's Sweet. Not effectively burning, but it's scorched. So I'm going to um, attack him with arcane weapon. That nice. That's good. Um, that's going to be 21 to hit. I thought you were going to say 21 damage, and I was like, No, no, no. That's roll now. Yeah, no, it hits. It hits for sure. Oh, and I rolled really long damage though. Sorry, Eric. That's going to be 12. Plus six, 18. Wow. Damn it. It's still a lot. <laughs> Whoa. Same, the same one, correct? Yes. Because yeah. he's right on top of me and I'm desperate. 
because I was just laying into him. Remind me of arcane weapons damage type that you chose. This, it would be, it's a magical weapon, so it's fire damage, sorry, yeah. The cannon fires off its billowing flamethrower, and you just follow that up with a crossbow shot burning right between its uh, terrifying eyes. And like I said, it's scorched. It actually just kind of becomes engulfed in flame to the point where there's just bits of hay kind of strewn in the wind. It's, it's yeah, toast. Excellent. Toast. You are no longer frightened because the source of your frightened. Excellent. Is... <laughs> that brings us to Bear. I'm not going to do anything fancy. I'm just going to swing on this man's... I think I'm still raging, right, from last time? Yep. So I don't need to rage or anything like that. Uh, so I'm just going to swing on up. I believe I get advantage, right? Is that part of your... No, it's not. Sorry, it's uh, just strength checks and saving throws. Uh, 18 to hit. I believe I did. Yep, that'll do it. Okay, let's see if I can beat a giant flamethrower. No! <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> nine damage. It was okay, almost so really the good. lowest that I could do. That... I, I rolled a two, so... That's on being a tank. And that will bring us to Selena. Okay, so first of all, I am going to run to Avalon, Um and I am going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Which is a D8 plus my attack, which, which is plus my spell modifier. Um, so I'm going to roll mm-hmm. my D8. Um, six plus, I believe, four. I should mark. Yes, plus four. Ten hit points return to Woo! That That brings me to full health exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, and can I do like a reactionary uh, action or something? Like what? What, uh, am what are you I... looking to do? I'm just like looking to like stand back up and like be ready to fight again. Yeah, you. I mean, you were prepared for okay, battle. Cool. You good. don't necessarily have to take an action yeah. to do that. Cool. Um, speaking of which, the the scarecrows will the two that are on the side of Avalon and Selena will run up. Uh, Avalon gets an attack from your reaction. So you can swing with your rapier. Nice. Okay, give me a sec. I want to say that's a 13. Which does hit. Okay, cool. And then that is uh, 3 plus 2 is 5. Okay, now to resume the Scarecrow's turns. Uh, they will both... One will claw Avalon and one will attempt to claw uh, Selena. Mm-hmm. The one on Avalon will miss... What's your AC, uh, Anna? 15. Is it? Oh, just hits with a 16. Unlucky. Are you serious? Yeah, you are lucky. Three points of slashing damage. Oh, not bad. Okay. <laughs> it will then use it will then use its multi-attack. Oh. And it misses the second time, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. You do, however, have to roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um. Here we go, then. Do you misplace your 20? Yeah, okay. I literally misplaced it for, for like literally a second. I misplaced it. Okay, 14, and then I add my wisdom modifier, right? Yes. Uh, So plus two is 16? Yeah, you're good. You are okay. not you are not shaken by the scarecrow as it rakes its rusty old farmer's tools out at you. I've, been, I've seen worse. Avalon, <laughs> you can now take your proper turn, however you would like. Um, may I request again the positions of the scarecrows? There are four scarecrows, and one is on each party member. Okay. Um, um, two so... on one side, and two outstretched on the other side, and Gertrude in the middle. Okay. But one's on, one's on fire, and... Oh, yeah, one is gone. Yes. So there's 
right. not one will be a choice. So we still got the two on my side. Is there a way that I can attack them in a square in front uh, of There me? are going to be... Are you talking like Thunder Wave? Yeah. He, probably not. Okay. Considering you would have to face one way to get them. Right, you right, You have right. to turn a 180 to face the other one. That and they're further than 15 feet away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so You could get the two that are on your side in one cube pretty easily. Just not all three. Oh, you're saying the two on my side I can get, but the one that's Yeah, because near... they're practically next oh, to each other. Oh, that's, that's what I was asking about. Oh, I was yeah. asking about those two. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah could yeah. I cast, and I think this is a thing... Like a level two thunder wave, like it, it, there's thunder wave, and then I see like an enhancement where I can increase yeah. the effect of it. Yeah, if you have an if you have an open spell slot in right. a higher level, you can cast your spell through that higher slot, and it improves things for most of the time. Okay. Um, in some cases, it doesn't. But okay, so uh, it takes half damage because it succeeded on its saving throw with a natural twenty. Great. Oh my gosh. Great. So you roll 3d8. And then have all of it. The other one fails, though, so give me full damage for that one. Okay, cool. Six. And a half? <laughs> you round down, generally. Yeah, <laughs> so six for the one and technically Five. 13 for the other? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that brings us to Beatrice. Great. Also, I realized that with gnome cunning, I actually should have advantage on all on intelligence, wisdom, charisma, saving throws against magic. Would this be one of those uses for that? I mean, obviously it's too late, but I feel like this is a spell, maybe, or is this something? Is this like a different thing? Mm, that's a tough call. I would say it's probably not a spell okay. because it is an innate feature yeah, yeah, yeah. of the enemy. Okay, that but makes then sense. Then again, the scarecrow is brought to life by magic, so it's like, yeah, it's it's your call. Uh, we'll see if I can take out another one before he gets the chance to do it again. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to turn um, my cannon towards the one that's um, facing bear, um, mm -hmm. but I don't want to like hit him. So just like the edge of it, because it's a cone. So that'll be. Uh, nine points with the cannon. That fails. So it takes full damage, yeah. Yep. And if he's still standing, I'll just, mm -hmm. um, go for it. It's looking rough, but it's, yeah. he's fighting through. Go for the crossbow. Oh, that's probably not going to hit. Yeah, that's nine. No, ten. No. Ten to hit. <laughs> it will not hit. It will not hit. It'll, gra it'll graze its burlap shoulder, but it won't, won't catch. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Bear? Uh, well, I'm going to use Reckless Attack because it will give me advantage and they'll get advantage to hit me, but ideally there won't be anyone to hit me, so... Good call, good call. Logical, sound argument. Okay, they both were uh, a subpar, but that's why we have two of them. Uh, 16. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, thank Yeah, goodness. you're fine, you're fine. I felt like that was close, probably. I don't want to know, but I... Did it again. Uh, the almost lowest possible damage I could do. Eleven. It is enough that you raise up your axe and cleave it through the middle, and it just kind of bursts out with all this hay and gunk and mud. The two on your side are gone. Toast. That brings us to Selena. Okay. So I'm oh, going to uh, do. Point of clarification too. The one, the scarecrow that was in front of you uh -huh. was pushed ten feet away. Okay. So it's not cool. right on you. 
Um, I'm going to use a Sacred Flame on it. Um, okay. On that one. What uh, saving throw is that? The saving throw is a Dexterity saving throw. Ooh, it failed. Yeah, so it takes uh, 1d8 radiant damage. Okay. So, uh, 8. Um, also, with my amulet, I realized I get one mm-hmm. plus 1 bonus damage. So that's actually 9. Oh, right, yeah, because you have... um plus one amulet of the devout yeah for anyone out there that's curious so it should be nine damage yeah right? yeah yeah gotcha i just Perfect. i wanted to clarify as like a learning thing for myself i got i gotta be honest i forgot about it really no <laughs> <laughs> i kind of forget what yours is too. let me look let me look at it oh my word oh mine is irrelevant yeah mine is cool but it's irrelevant right now <laughs> Um, let's see, that was Selena. Gertrude will attempt to hit the one next to Valen with her sling. This poor girl. She barely misses it. She's getting better. She's getting better. (laughs) She she wings it, but she doesn't hit it. Uh, then it will be the Scarecrows who are going to, well, the first one being in front of Valen and having just been thunder waved, will hit you with one of its attacks, uh, which is... Six points of slashing damage. Ouchie. The other one will attempt to terrify Selena. Oh, yay. So I have to make a wisdom saving throw. Eight. You are frightened by the scarecrow and effectively paralyzed for your turn. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and don't worry. Holly will just... 180 on her heels and <laughs> snipe the scarecrow with her fireball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Valen, it's your turn. So I'm just gonna um, get closer to Selena, if possible. Um, and I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery on this creature. Okay. Um, remind me what Vicious Mockery does. Vicious Mockery. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enhancements at a creature you see within range. If they can hear you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 140 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Gotcha. Okay. I doubt it has much wisdom. No. So it fails. Roll your damage. Four. Hey, hey max damage. Beatrice. Um, all right. Well, as soon as I see... Um, Bear take out uh, that scarecrow, and I give him a nod. Business as usual, eh? And then just turn the cannon (laughs) uh, towards the one that's terrifying Selena. If I can, if I need to walk it over, yeah, what's the position here? Yeah, if you, let's say if you flipped your cannon in this situation and shot a cone, you, it's a 15 foot cone, right? Yes. Uh, You probably wouldn't hit the scarecrow, but you would hit Gertrude and Selena, so. Okay. So if you want to walk it around, um, you'd probably be better off. So it says, so it says at the as part of the same bonus action, mm-hmm. I can direct it to walk up to fifteen feet and attack. And attack, I think. Yeah, on each of your turns, you can take a bonus action to cause the cannon to activate. Yeah. I think I can. That seems kind of OP. If you want to, no, it's in the that. rules. It's in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> this this thing so, can walk. Yeah, it has legs. It has little spider legs. Remember came out of her backpack oh yeah oh yep oh yeah that's horrifying that's See, great that's why i was saying earlier i was like very impressed with this thing <laughs> yes 
He has a name now, as of the last recording, too, but we'll see oh, when good. we get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, if I can walk it to around to get the bad guys and not what's, the good guys, what's its, I would like to do so. What's its speed? That's a good question. It says I can walk up to 15 feet. You could... You could walk it and then get one of the scarecrows in sure. its cone, but you couldn't line it up to get both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We'll just get one. That's four damage, okay. and then the 14 decks. Are you attacking the one that's terrifying Anna or the one near Valen? The one... That, if I can get the one that's terrifying uh, Selena, I would like to. Gotcha. Right, at least. Thank you. Because I'm not a fan of... I've been there, and I do not want her to experience that. And with the crossbow, that's a natural 19, so that's going to hit for um, 10 plus 4, 14 damage. <laughs> yeah, it's obliterated. Like, okay. the ash doesn't even exist. It just, like, disintegrates, basically, in, into nothingness. That will be Bear. Bear, your turn. Uh, how far away is, is the other one uh, at least 25 feet? It's probably twenty to twenty-five, yeah. That well, that is my movement, twenty-five. So I'm gonna just move as close as I can and attempt to strike this last one. Gotcha. Go for it. Uh, also, a what was it? Reckless attack, I believe. What was the name of it? Oh, yeah, that's the one. Is that the one where you? The name isn't important. Take a. What does reckless attack do? You get more damage, or you get a higher attack? Uh, I think it's the it advantage. Is when you... Yeah. Right? So when you when you make your, your first attack on your turn, you can decide to attack recklessly, giving you advantage on melee attack rolls using strength during this turn. Uh, I use strength, so that's fine. Gotcha. Uh, but attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. Yeah. So not just one attack, all attacks. Gotcha. I was I think I'm thinking of a feat called Great Weapon Master, where you take like a minus five to hit, but you do like a plus mm-hmm. ten to damage or something. Uh, We're not there yet. It's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, how much damage? Oh, wait. What did you roll for your to hit? Uh, what's something I have a crazy to hit. Yeah, plus six. That's ridiculous. Uh, unnatural 20. Un- unnatural 20. Yeah. Roll your damage. Uh, damage. I, I swear this is weighted, but in a wrong way. I don't know what's happening. Six damage? No. I always forget to... I'm adding the other thing because I'm raging. Eight damage. Okay. There we go. Gotcha. Bear must be holding back or something. <laughs> don't pull your punches, I, Bear. Yeah. I don't show it, but I'm the one that's afraid of Scarecrow's actually. So. <laughs> I was just assuming you were sleepy. They're just weird looking. Sleepy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know, that too. That too. Selena? Okay. So um, how many Scarecrows are left at this point? Just the one, and it is maybe ten feet from you in front of a Valen. How how is it how is it looking? <laughs> is it? I mean, it's not. It's not looking good after being uh, thunder waved, uh, mocked, and now axed. Well, seeing as it's a cantrip, I might use another sacred flame on it. Um, not to be you know repetitive or anything, but. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um. It's going to succeed, I think, with a 16. Your DC is... My DC is... My my spell save DC is 12. 
Yeah, so it succeeds. Yeah, it does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Can't have them all. Nope. Two swipes out at Avalon. Yeah, no, neither of these hit, so it's just flailing for its life. <laughs> wow. Just just straw everywhere. <laughs> Skippity hop at the hey. I'm just striding around the field like. <laughs> it's your turn if you'd like to repost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to just. <laughs> Wave, wiggle my sword in its face and try to go for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, That's a a, a 12. That'll hit. Yeah, I I was sweating over a 16. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It is still up, though. (laughs) Oh. You stab it right through, and your rapier kind of pierces its chest a little bit, and you can see a hole through the the sack of its clothing, but it's still menacingly coming after you. Nice. Um, But I assume not for long, as it is Beatrice's turn. Well, I'm going to... Can I move the cannon to get Mm -hmm. in range of it? Uh, And I say, as I fire it, aren't you supposed to be standing out in a field somewhere guarding some corn or something? (laughs) That's only four okay. damage. And then there's the deck save. I love Beatrice. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, B. I just, I just love how you're saying this as you have this giant cannon with legs, like just walking <laughs> in front of the scarecrow. Um, and I believe that will barely hit with a fifteen. Oh yeah, that'll. Hit. What was that? Twelve. A twelve was the one. Yeah, yeah. we're fine. We're fine. That'll be. Uh, 12 total points of damage. Yeah. Uh, on once again, obliterated. You only needed one damage. It was like almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really flailing. <laughs> How would you like to do this? <laughs> I think just with a look around, I, I've, I've been standing at one point just kind of like spinning on my heel and like taking shots with my crossbow this whole time. So I just turn around, take a long look, and just obliterate it. Set it on fire, please. <laughs> and you do. And it's gone. Give my hair a little toss. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, now that you've completed your about half your journey you've got your fortunes read you went through and did your tasks in the village of brovia you are all level four Yay! Bless. Heck yeah. oh my goodness. so as you finish your rest for the evening or you know kind of get prepared in the morning you get your spell slots back Excellent. you get your heals uh and yes. you can do one of two things you can either increase your ability score um by and ability score by two increase two of them by one uh or you can take a feature a feature yeah so there's a list of things that you can use to improve your like give you more abilities or give you different edges depending on how you want to work your character in combat or social scenarios um sometimes though they're not always as beneficial as just improving your ability score for people like casters, having a high spellcasting ability will increase your DC as well as your ability modifier. Mm-hmm. But if you're happy with what your stats are, um, then you then you we could look at feats and stuff. 
and you were talking about potentially great weapon master do you think you'll take it or are you i know you have a lot of uneven uh, ability scores as well yeah i i have to do my ability scores because it'll put my strength and con at the next points Ooh, yeah good choice so it's well timed too because it will now add to my health which i just rolled for as well yes don't forget to roll hit point i rolled a one so i had to take half because that's how we do it what do you have a con now plus three plus two that's uh, plus three now good but strength is plus four now nice i i think when we were rolling too i, I don't know if our you know listeners skip or heard our rolling experience but why my base stats i think were the lowest of all of ours and uh oh yeah it was it was pretty bad especially I, before the re-rolls <laughs> too yes, yeah mm-hmm. yeah even with the re-rolls it was i think my highest was a must have been like a 17 oh, okay oh, okay that's but, not but that, that was the only one that was like yeah the rest of them were above close. and beyond yeah i am very new to this when i'm when you're saying like you plus you have two skills to like add one to basically you're talking about yeah so you have the what's your wisdom right now my wisdom is currently 14 yeah so you can increase that number um by two Mm -hmm. or that number and another number by one and then all of your associated skills that have to do with wisdom would go up by whatever modifier you hit next okay cool and what's the next modifier after like like 14 it's 10 and 11 12 and 13, 14 and 15. You would have to get to 16 okay. for it to bump up okay. your improvement. So you, you would effectively, if you wanted to bump your wisdom, you'd have to put both points into it. Okay. Um. Oh, Adam, if you increased your con, you get a you get retroactive health for each level. Wow. so you get you get an extra you get (laughs) so when you change your con uh it rolls back through your levels and you get one health per level so three more than not the fourth one correct yeah correct because you would have already added the con to your fourth roll wonderful wonderful okay 23 was my hp before which i have a plus four from constitution so the the fixed hp was 19 and when we level up, roll what to add to the hit points? For a bard, you would roll a d8. 1d8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh. Nice. Yeah. So, you yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so you add your con modifier to that, and that's the, extra, that's the hit points that you gain. At level four. Wait, I add another plus four, or I keep the same plus four from before. So when you level, it's different for Adam because he his con improved. That's why he got more points. Oh. You are getting whatever your dice roll is, plus whatever your con modifier is. So eight plus four is twelve. Twelve. So you improve your HP by twelve. That's what makes con a valuable stat. Oh my god. Other than that, mm-hmm. it has like some yeah. saving throws, but. Yeah, that's the one that's dependent on your health and stuff. Oh. So yeah, you'll add your con modifier every time you level, along with what you roll on the dice. I think I may have made a mistake when building a character sheet. I just like realized that I might have. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, you know how you can pick proficiencies and skills. I think I may have put some of my check marks on 
my saving throws. Okay. How many checkpoint? How many checks do you have on your save? A uh, two. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Because you get those for you get two of those for free in your class, I think. Okay. Or your race. And what does a proficiency like in that. wisdom and charisma like mean? That would be so the long list of um, skills that you have next to your ability scores. Mm-hmm. They'll have depending on the character sheet you're using. They'll either have like parentheticals that say intelligence wisdom or whatever yeah. or they'll just be organized by that category mm-hmm. um if you roll one of those things you add your wisdom modifier if you have a check by it you add your wisdom modifier and your proficiency bonus oh okay okay yeah so every time you roll for something you're probably adding something unless your ability score is a plus zero. okay okay um uh hold on then Okay, now, okay, I have another question, and I'm confused now, because I just checked my constitution, mm-hmm. and the modifier is a plus one, but when it when it when I go to the manage HP section, it says hit point bonus plus four from constitution. Because you should only get the plus one from your con, then. Is it, be, is it the plus four from your level four? Uh, Willie, I know that I'm doing, like, the override thing, so I don't even, like, read any of that. I just... Follow. I see what number we have. I add my my D eight plus my plus one. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Holly, Holly is correct. I like modified my constitution just to check and see, and that's what it was. Cool. So you're you so, would yeah. have nine extra hit points then. Now. Mm-hmm. So it's nine, not twelve. Yes. Which is insane. Still pretty good. Still, you know, full roll. What are we thinking, Holly? <laughs> I'm. I'm deciding whether or not I should take sharpshooter right now. That's I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Is that the ranged one? Like you double your range? Nope. I'll, I'll read it to you. Uh, yeah, it's it could be pretty intense. With it's in the book I'm... though. It's in the player's handbook. It's in the uh, book. Attacking at long range doesn't impose disadvantage. So the higher of the two numbers when you have a ranged weapon, effectively banished. Uh, your ranged weapon attacks ignore half cover and three quarters cover and this is basically like great weapon master you take a minus five to attack and if you hit you get a plus ten to damage yeah I mean it's up to you right Uh, Willie do you think you'll be improving your stats or taking a feature I improved on my strength so I added two points there gotcha Changing the modifier from minus one to plus zero. Oh, good. Good so, call. Get those yeah. subtractions out of there. And how are we feeling? Um, I am currently figuring everything out. Um, are you going to bump your wisdom? Yes, I am. I am going to bump my wisdom two points. Uh, my spell attack bonus will go up, right? Yep. Okay. By one. By one. And then my DC will go up by one? Yep. Like I said, you sleep through the night. You wake up feeling nice and refreshed, possibly better aim with your crossbow or just all around stronger and more constituted I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I told you we'd get to the details later well that time is now 
This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I used to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time, now back to the puns. You wake up and continue your journey. Uh, the old Svalik Road transitions here from being a winding path through these mountains that you've been, this lazy trail that kind of hugs the mountainside where the river carves through, and you start to see the the hills that you're traveling on kind of look down over larger forested area, and you can see a lake on the other side just kind of peeking through in the distance. You get closer, you notice on one of these hills is an onion-domed edifice leaning forward into one side as though it's trying to turn away from the stormy gray sky that is welcoming you this morning. It has gray brick walls and dirt-covered windows on the upper floors. It's sitting on a just decrepit wooden platform. It's clearly a windmill. It has a flimsy doorway. Above the door is just like a wooden beam for structure. On the wooden beam is sitting a raven. It kind of hops at you from a distance. It's, it's like down the road. You can kind of see they're collecting on the the fanes of the windmill and it's not really turning at this point it's just kind of blowing in the wind the whole thing is crooked it's old and like i said dilapidated didn't didn't granny say she was up by the windmill i believe yes but i mean we're a long way from that barovian village i can't imagine she's all the way out here right it's in the middle of nowhere i i agree she did say a couple of days though it's been about That's a couple nice. of days. Bear, why don't you mind trying to talk to that bird over there? Maybe they got some intel. Uh, it, it, it was a crow, right? It was a raven, yeah. Or a raven, yeah. I, I, I think we know what it's doing here. <laughs> or, as Bear says, like, that wasn't a very good bear voice. <laughs> Wait, well, we talked to him before. Uh, they were just watching us. I imagine they're still just watching us. We, I can try it if you want me to. Nah, I, yeah, you're right. You're, you're probably right mm. about that. Is there, like, an open door to this windmill? Does it say, like, you said it's dilapidated, but is it, like, structurally sound? Like, does it look like there's a, a potentially shelter inside? Yeah, I mean, the, the front door there underneath the perch where the raven sits is, is closed, but, I mean, it 
it looks really bad, but it's stand, it stood the test of time at least this this long. It doesn't look like it's gonna collapse if you like look at it the wrong way. I I'm gonna be dumb. Oh oh man! I hope there's more pies. And I, I go over to the door and I open it up and I go, Granny! You just straight. <laughs> yeah, and I, I shout for my friend Granny. Uh, there's <laughs> the ground floor has been converted into like this makeshift kitchen, but the room is filthy. There's baskets and old dishware piled everywhere. Um, there's a peddler's cart. There's chicken coops. There's a wooden trunk and cabinets, flowers like hastily painted to make them look kind of nice on the you can hear the chickens in their coops clucking you can hear toads croaking but what catches you really is the sweet smell of them pastries it just dances over your nose and you can and now you can feel the warmth coming from the brick oven along the other side of the wall there's a woman standing in this open area and as you fling open the door she turns and screams (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm looking for granny (laughs) i'm like hands up like kind of recede out of the doorway is is granny here do do i recognize this figure uh it is not granny although it is another older woman she's wearing like kind of like a plaid apron over just simple clothing she has her hair pulled back very messily, and she she looked like she was in the middle of possibly making pastries or the dough, like some sort of aspect of, of these pastries. And she goes, oh my, Granny is not here. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, I bought pies from this wonderful, nice little woman in town. And <gasps> You've I... tried the pies? Oh, they were, they were delicious. I, I ate two of them in my sleep apparently <laughs> they were so good oh well that's that's the highest compliment i believe we've ever gotten yes she's well the village people call her granny and it's a whole thing she loves to go out there and sell them and we just coop up and we make them but they've adopted this granny thing it, <laughs> she's just my sister oh uh Apologies, my name is Bella. My actual name, not some nickname. That that is a beautiful name. <laughs> Say, uh, you're not making pies, are you? Oh well, I'm always making pies. And then she snaps her head up towards where this like staircase that rounds the windmill is, and she goes, "Opal, come say hello to our guests." And then a woman from the upper floors, uh calls back and goes, oh, hush, Bella, I'm working. You know sister will be home soon. And she goes, I am so, I am so, I'm so sorry. I don't know what has come over my sister. Oh, it's, it's quite all right. Making delicious pies can take quite a toll on you, I imagine. It is hard work, day in and day out. Which one was your favorite, would you say? Well, I ate the fruit one in my sleep i remember enjoying it though i i would have to say the meat one though was was pretty good oh well lucky for you i've just pulled out a fresh batch of the meat pies oh man that is what i like to hear were you can i have one Uh, buy one maybe i could absolutely sell you some for the road where are you traveling oh just that ways that I ambiguously point, kind of moving my hand in a lot of okay. Um, I, uh, Selena, yeah, I want to do a perception check of the room and try to see if, like, I could recognize any ingredients, anything like that, like yeah. any sort of clues yeah. as to like, 
I don't know. I'm kind of suspicious of the whole pie thing. I'm suspicious of the the triplet sister thing. I don't know. Let's. I'm I'm okay, I'm sure. suspicious. <laughs> roll a perception check. Okay. Holly, what were you gonna do about the same thing? I was gonna do that too. Okay, you can roll as well if you'd like. <laughs> Natural one for me. <laughs> uh, I rolled a seventeen. Okay. As you look about, it's clearly in disarray. Like they just go and go and go and go and go on making these pastries and things are just kind of everywhere it's hard to really discern the specific things they're doing because it looks like they do it kind of do it in stages then just shove things out of the way and there's <clears throat> utensils everywhere um but there's nothing really out of out of the ordinary to find i mean there's eggs and and milk and flour and all the things that you would use to make some sort of dough and then it looks like they have the chickens as well possibly for the meat pies and they probably go out and scour for the fruits and berries that you see kind of on the countertop but i mean nothing really out of the ordinary that you can tell from here okay so it all looks delicious yes i'm accepting this <laughs> i'm gonna let bear do his thing <laughs> would you like one i can get you one too straight from the source they're fresh they are fresh and i'm so glad that you're going around singing the praises of our pies you know what i don't think my sister would like this but she likes to go into the towns and you know she likes to get as much as she can out of the people because we we work hard and uh you know this windmill doesn't keep itself turning but you know so i'll give you two pies for a gold piece yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Bear, are you sure about this? A whole gold piece. Have you tried them? They're delicious. No, I mean, I don't know. It looks it looks harmless here, but that's just so much money. It's terribly impractical. Even from by my standards. We don't really use this where I'm from, so this is all kind of new to me. I was given ten of them. I'm fancy. I'm giving me pies. This Maybe sounds great I to should me. keep track of your gold for you then. Uh, all right, after this moment, I want four pies, please. Here's two gold. And, uh, B, you can have the rest of my gold after that. How much gold? <laughs> I spent so much gold. <laughs> can, would you, would you, would you excuse us for just, just a moment? I, I, like, gesture everybody to, like, huddle together in the corner. Well, I assume like, the three of you are just kind of in the doorway, and then Bear is inside yeah, so the kitchen. Yes, we're in the doorway. Okay. Yeah. Oh, bear! Bear's like there. Oh, I'm like sitting down. My feet are up. I'm just hanging out. Uh, which uh, four pies were you? Were you wanting two meat or three and then one fruit? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do let's do three meat and one fruit. That sounds good. Excellent, love that. And she, she kind of like scurries over to the side and she grabs a couple off of the trays that are cooling and she bundles them up in a nice little wrap and she hands them to you thank, thank you so much I she'll take your gold, yeah, my gold put it in her pocket uh and then i take my leftover 10 gold <laughs> and i have a big smile on my face and armfuls of pies and i hand beatrice 10 gold here you can have all my i don't care just you owe me some pies later i can't believe this bear um so um the rest of you i you seem particularly perturbed by uh, my pastries, but would would anyone like to try one or purchase some? You've 
if you're headed up to Valaki, you've still got, you know, a day's journey. I yell from the doorway, I'm good! I'm gonna eat one right here. Okay. Is there, is there like, a spot for me to sit? Or should I do this, like, outside? You'd probably have to sit outside, like, on the... That's fine. If we're just, like, hanging out here for a sec, I'm gonna just plop down. I'm gonna unravel one and enjoy my meal I just purchased. Okay. I will keep that in mind. Cryptic. Cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to Bear, would you? <laughs> the as you as you sit down and you're looking to um, eat one of your pies, the raven that is sitting on that perch above the door, before you can take a bite, just starts calling repeatedly. I'm I'm gonna, obviously going to stop and just be staring up at it as if. Maybe it'll react to me. It kind of bounces along this beam and then stops and calls a couple times and it flutters its wings. Just like kind of ruffles them. Well, now I do want to... I want to talk to the, the chrono. The, do we have ten minutes? I mean, I suppose so. It's early. What, what? Granny, Gr- number Granny number two, you don't mind if we hang out for just a second, do you? I kind of shout in, indoors. Well, if you don't call me that, then I have no problem if you want to laze around before you keep moving. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, Selena? While Bear is doing this, I'd like to have a conversation with her. What was her name again? Okay. Bella. 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 Um, Bella, uh, tell me about you and your sisters. How long have you been living here? How long have you been making pies? Oh, it's been decades perhaps there's years upon years i i wouldn't say that i was youthful back then but you know i didn't have to deal with this old back you know straining to make all the pastries but oh, it's been such a time here are you guys the same age different ages well opal tell you otherwise but i am the older of the two sisters the of the twins and then of course uh, morgantha's actually the older sister and she tries to drive the show but eh, you know how it is and you guys just decided to make pies to make a living it's a hard hard life out here to make a living but we had the things necessary and we collected you know chicken coops and things that people were getting rid of in the towns and brought them in and over time we just had this sort of uh bakery and what kind of meat is in these meat pies i was about to ask that (laughs) Well, it's mostly chicken, but sometimes hunters will come by and sell us a uh, wolf and bear and things like that. I, was... <laughs> I, I shudder. What? <laughs> bear, what does that pie taste like? Tastes like me. <laughs> uh, just like different game meats, you know, I'm, I'm not eating deer and things like that. And do you guys grow your own fruit? No, we usually catch wild fruit out uh, down the hill and into the very thicket woods, you know, so. And what what kind of work does Opal do? Opal processes all the ingredients upstairs in the actual mill. Oh, there's a mill. Yeah, this is like a whole windmill, so it has a Yeah, yeah, so it's literally a mill. Not (laughs) just for decor. Powered by wind. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know that. You're saying this ain't for show? The whole thing? <laughs> okay. It's not mini golf, you know. Can I can I perception check her? Like just like look look over her? 
Like I just want I want to give her I don't know. I just want to see if I can spot anything off. <laughs> you just want to eye it down. In her like in her appearance or in her in appearance, her... I guess. Okay. Sure, yeah. Roll procession. She's just a kind old lady, guys. Seven. <laughs> she looks like a kind old lady. She's got like kind of a crooked <laughs> nose and these sagging ears and like I said, her hair's pulled up in a mess. It's all gray. Um, but she has a genuine smile. Oh. Okay. Okay. I like her. I've decided. Me too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for telling me all of that. I was very interested. Oh, of of course. Anytime. Do you get a lot of visitors out here? Well, some of the of the men that do patrols and things in this area will stop by. Um, but you know, we, it's not a constant flow of traffic on these roads anymore. Mm, why not anymore? I think people have just kind of grown accustomed to their little hovels here and there and shacked up in towns and, you know, don't like to explore as much. That's fair. Did you build this windmill? Oh, no. Heavens, no. The windmill's, well, older than my sister's. You know, we just kind of need the place to stay and it was effective for what we were looking to do. Fair enough. All right. Have you guys been to the town that we are currently heading to oh i have but and so is opal years ago we don't have much reason to leave now uh, because our older sister will go out and sell the pies and come back and as you know it's it's dangerous out there so it wouldn't be something that we'd frequent if it's dangerous why does your sister go well you know somebody needs to make the gold do you and less and less visitors like i said coming by so we kind of needed to branch out our business Okay. Oh, but, but before I forget, um, if you are going to Valaki, uh, could you deliver a letter for me? D- depends. Who's it for? Well, there is a Mr. Uh, Vasily von Holtz that lives in Valaki. We tried to send the letter by uh, one of these horse ferrymen, but it just got bounced. Like, they couldn't find him. Hmm. If you're traveling and you come across him or know of someone that uh, knows him and you could pass it along. It's of an important matter. Um, what is What does he look like? Is there anything that I should be looking for if I deliver this letter? I have never met him myself. My oldest sister has, but I don't recall her ever describing the man to me. She wrote the letter. It's not for me. I just know that it was quite urgent, she said. She won't be back until later, huh? Uh, she'll probably come before the sun is down. Well, not that you could see it, and she kind of cackles. Okay, um, I'll deliver this letter. I'll take it upon myself to do that. Okay. Do you know anything about him at all? I know he's of some importance in ownership of some of the land in in the valley. Uh, like I said, it's uh, not much to my knowledge. Oh yeah, uh, Gertrude. You, you, hi. Uh, do you, do you, do you, uh, do you want a pie? You want anything? You good? What's Gertrude doing? She's still like kind of groggily walking along. Um, she's hanging outside of the windmill. She's just kind of looking over at the birds that are perched up on the windmills. It kind of just shakes. I am kind of hungry. I shit eating grin hold up a pie to her is it a meat pie or is it she said there were fruit ones right oh yeah i have a fruit one you want one of those yeah i think that would probably be more my pace are the wrappings 
individually marked? How do I know which one is a fruit one? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's say she wrapped the fruit one in, in like a red, in like a red wrap, and the other ones are in blue. Okay, I give her a red one. I give her the red, the red wrap. Oh, it's like roll for investigation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You stick your finger in it. <laughs> okay, she'll uh, open up the package and she'll sit down uh, next to you and she'll start to kind of just break off a piece of the crust edge and like kind of eat it and she'll nod looks like she's enjoying it and she'll just kind of slowly eat her pie was she also interrupted by uh, crows with me and so i then was like oh i love it hold on just a second so or did she continue to consume the crow while it has kind of not been as persistent it still calls and tries to like flutter down to one of the windows and like pecks the wind the windowsill and kind of flies up and it's trying to get your attention but it's not really sure well i'm doing my mojo jojo i'm, I'm you know okay gotcha gotcha i wasn't sure where we landed on that yeah i, I but... assumed this conversation was happening while i was doing that yeah so let's let's say you know it goes off oh like now what? it's happening son yeah uh, hi hello is this thing on hello <laughs> oh. hello uh do you, do you want some of this pie? No, I do not, and neither should you. What? Why? It's delicious. There's magic in those pies. Like, magically delicious? The raven, while it could respond to you, selectively just calls at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. Is it... Would it harm me if I ate it? What kind of magic? I'm not entirely certain. How do you, how do you know it's magic? I've seen these women work for ages. And they they cast magic on these spies. I've seen them use magic, yes. Hey, B. <laughs> Can I show you something? There's like a crazy looking rock out here. Sure, yes. What is it there? Uh, I... Is it a mineral? Yeah, it's a mineral. Get out of here. Are you... Yes? This this bird is saying that there's magic in this pie. Look closely at the bird. Do I... I, I whisper. I whisper very quietly to my friends. Can I, I, I... I take the pie from Bear's hand immediately and cast Identify on it. Um... Does that work for that? I don't... It's not a magic item, but it has a magic effect. It is if it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object. Okay, let's see. A magic item or some magic imbued object. You learn its properties and how to use them. Whether it requires attunement, uh, it charges it. High <laughs> with charges. Oh, uh, one charge, no attunement. <laughs> yeah, you learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Wow. Oh, man. I know everything. Give him the recipe right me. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I, th- I thought the answer here was going to be detect magic. I didn't think identify would work so solidly. Oh I will God. say, because there's no spell that's jumping out of me right now, but it is magically imbued, um, you get a sense that the spell used is to enhance the flavor of the pie possibly to an extent where it would be addicting oh, all right oh 
It's addictive? It's buddy. So buddy. I don't care. They're delicious. <laughs> I was like... What is it, Avalon? What is it? No, tell me, please. It, it, it's just... It's got an addictive quality to it. I the knew spells it. Spells make I them irresistible. It. I knew it when we were talking to her. I knew it. Bear here's gonna munch down on all of these pies until all of his money's gone. So it's a good thing you got it now. Yes. They, they glance over, and I'm halfway through a pie. <laughs> I've heard this information, and I'm already continuing oh, yeah, to course. consume it. Uh, Gertrude has eaten her pie as well. Gertrude, how are you Just feeling? Just so everyone's aware of that. How are you feeling? I, that was actually much better than I thought it would be. Good, you're not having any more. Have you had one of these before? Have You've met Granny, right? The sister? Oh, I I mean, I haven't spoken to that old hag, but, you know, I don't. I didn't leave the house too, too right. often. I, I saw her through my mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's just... I mean, it's too late now. Let's just keep moving. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye to Bella. Farewell. Okay. Uh, she, she will bid you a farewell and she'll scream again. Opal, you didn't come down and see our guests and now they're leaving. Are you even going to introduce yourself? And then she shouts back, <laughs> No! I've got work to do and so do you! <laughs> oh my god, literally drug sellers. They're freaking. <laughs> they're cooking freaking heroin. Like it's breaking bad. And I... <laughs> As you. <laughs> Avalon, as you um uh, get Gertrude and you guys are leaving, she kind of like tugs on your arm. She's like, "Are you sure we we shouldn't get more for the road?" Mm-mm, no, mm, you're good. All right, I give her a sly little wink and show her like three more pies or two more pies. <laughs> oh, she, she looks and her eyes go wide and she just, like, shakes her head. She yeah, like, slowly close the jacket. They were concealing them. <laughs> I say I say bye to Sir Bartholomew, who is the uh, crow that I've named. Okay. <laughs> As you guys are continuing through these roads, they are now going towards like a downward slope, continuing to weave in and out of these hills. As you get to a point where the road becomes a little bit less rough, it's not as many stones and pebbles and things. It's clean, as clean as dirt can be. You know, there's no um, major obstacles in your way. It looks like this road has at least been more traveled uh, as you continue up northward. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, for context, you're traveling through these hills and there's dense, dense wooded areas on your left. And there's like kind of sparse trees where the mountain or the hills kind of go up. Unnatural 19. Okay. 23. 20. Okay. Five. <laughs> Five. Um, what did you say yours was, Adam? 20. Okay. Yeah, so everyone but uh, Beatrice and actually Gertrude will hear this as well. Um, you start to hear coming from the road ahead of you, uh, far but noticeable to the four of you, is this repeated shuffling of what sounds like a couple horses galloping. Galloping. Yeah. So they are hauling. Hauling horse cheeks. Um, I would like to step to the side of the road. Just okay. silently. Do you tell us that you're doing <laughs> You just don't tell us. <laughs> you're just like, I'm, I'm expecting play. that you guys are just going to see me do it and follow suit. I assumed so. I was in front of you, so I don't think I would ever see it. <laughs> I go, do you all hear that? 
Hear what? There's horses. Horses. <laughs> yes, horses. And as you're kind of discussing, the sound continues to get closer. You can see where the road kind of begins to bend and slope downward, and then it kind of curves off to the left where these trees are um, breaking out of the wooded area. Five men on horseback round the corner and start coming down the path uh, your way. The horses with men on them are getting closer. We should move. Yes, I can see that phone. Yes, as should I'm like straight <laughs> on my gnome feet. Gertrude, come on, come on, come on. I, I climb. <laughs> I want to climb a tree that overhangs the street. You're cli- Wait, what did you say? I just want to climb up <laughs> a tree that is on the edge or that overhangs near the street. Okay, roll an athletics check. <laughs> I love how Eric's like, what? <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> uh, ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> you can start making your way up a couple of branches, but it's... It's it's the bark is rough on your hands. There's not many hand holds. You, you know, you don't have any sp- particular climbing ability. I don't think you don't have a climber's kit, do you? <laughs> he, he just no, I tried to get pythons at one point, and I was told not to because <laughs> someone else has pythons. I have them. You just need to tell me. <laughs> I'm like a foot up off the tree. Like damn it, me. Like, hang it on. <laughs> yeah. I want to like point out the look of disappointment in Adam's face when Aaron yeah. told it's, him. That. It's a lot of like frustration with myself and the tree, and you know, I uh, just unceremoniously hop back down because this is a failed effort, and I'm just gonna watch these horsemen as they pass. Yeah, they. they so who's still on the road? I'm just. I'm off. I'm to the side. I, okay. I, yeah, I pulled Gertrude, and we're both on the side of the road now. Gotcha. Uh, the riders will continue up the hills towards you. And as they gain closer, the one will put up its hand, and they'll slow, and they'll stop in the middle of the road where you guys are. The, you notice there are three men that look like similar to the people from the camp. Tanned skin, colorful clothing. Um, and the two men that are riding in the back, uh, similar to the carriage driver that you saw in the cemetery, they have this lightish purple skin, and uh, the one has dark black hair the other is like kind of salt and pepper gray the man that was in the front that kind of halted the the crew and he looks out at you guys and uh asks have you seen anything strange out here in your travels everything seems strange out here the out of the Uh, ordinary strange occurrences giant wolves ravens flying about well a couple of scarecrows tried to kill us last night if you call that strange and we have been followed by ravens this entire time. But, I mean, seems to be the turn of events as is normal in this country. Uh, the one that's in the front will kind of turn his head to one of the two men that are directly behind him. And they kind of mutter under his breath. Roll perception for anyone trying to hear. All, well, anybody that's within a reasonable distance to the road, if you weren't I, hiding or something. 19. Okay. Eight. Okay. Eighteen for me. I think I'm a twelve. Okay. Selena and Beatrice and Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Gertrude. I'm so proud of her. Will uh you'll hear mutter under his breath this far east. Isn't that strange? And the other one will just kinda like furrow his brow and nod his head. What what are you out here for? Uh we're just patrolling uh 
kind of going down the coast looking for you know whatever might be out of line in this half of the valley normal patrols nothing to worry about well what signifies scarecrows and crows all over the place and the fog in the water Seems oh well, the, i mean the fog is that's maybe the most normal thing of this whole valley it doesn't go anywhere it's Whoa. covers pretty much anything um so basically uh question um we as far as what we know about the government processes of barovia mm -hmm. we know that there is a mysterious person in charge of the government yeah s yeah and they are controlling like right we heard their name already right uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. yeah you okay. heard it so, specifically in the campfire story um against the the wizard strad uh, okay right 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 okay um yeah. So we know that they can basically are a shadow government, right? Give or take. We don't know anything about like a military or a militia or anything like that. Not to your knowledge yet, no. No, because okay. we just know there's the we were told um, by Ismark that the coachman wore for him, and we were told to be oh, beware of the Vistani or from the camp. Yeah, and these right. guys okay. look That's pretty much. Yeah, what these we are them. And these are them. Yeah. Yeah. So these are okay. both those groups. <laughs> okay. Marvelous. So we're wary. We're we don't we don't really like them then. Yeah. Um, uh huh. We should, yeah. Uh -huh. We are just uncertain as to their objectives. Yes. Can I do an investigation check? So on like, what? Try to see on their person. Like, do they have any symbols on their gear? Anything like that? I thought yeah, you were like pat them down or something. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna come up and just pat them. You yeah, know? roll. <laughs> no. If you're not getting hands on, roll perception. I was like, whip out a magnifying okay. glass and just eleven. Okay, um, they're clearly armed. Some of them have short swords. Uh, the one in the front has a scimitar. Um, it looks like the two in the back have uh, crossbows. Uh, in terms of iconography, you don't see anything particular not wearing jewelry or you know any sort of sign or tell of a deity that they would worship don't you know they're not characteristically different than what you've seen at the the pool the camp, the camp yeah um i'm gonna be kind of out of pocket <laughs> and i'm just gonna say what do you mean this far east the you said you there's scarecrows how many did you find seven yeah there's rumors that um witches hold up in a town far east in the valley south or sorry, far west of here in the south. Uh, twisted magics and things like that bring in all different kinds of weird things to life to protect their domain, but they almost never push out this far, especially to cross the mountains. Are the crows related to them as well? Uh, the ravens are just kind of a wild occurrence throughout the valley. I mean, they're strange and curious beings, but I don't. we don't pay much of mind to them. They don't harm anyone or... They just kind of are around. They're very abundant in the valley. I would just like to insight check the witches thing. Okay, yeah, sure, go for it. That's a three. <laughs> Seems pretty honest. He, he's, uh, other than, you know, whispering to one of his compatriots, I mean, he's being forthcoming with knowledge, you, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. you would sense. Well, uh, keep your eyes peeled for anything. Uh, roads continue to get more dangerous before you approach the city uh and uh god help you if you go anywhere past that do, do you know how long a walk it is to valaki valaki Va valaki thank you uh 
Well, if you're really putting the pace up, you might be able to get there before sundown. But that being said, the guards, there's a curfew for the wall, so you might have to end up camping right outside until morning when they can register you and get you into town. Any any tips on avoided danger if we do have to make camp? Maybe don't have a fire or something? It's hard to say. I mean, there's all different kinds of things that could be set off by fire or might alert you, but there's some that won't. They'll stalk, you know, whether there's light or not. If you stay to the path like you've been doing, I assume, you mean you should be fine. Well, fingers crossed. Yep, well... We'll be on our way. And uh, he kind of signals to the other riders, and they kind of turn and continue down the path where you came from. And you continue on moving. 